How's it going, everyone? And thanks for tuning in to yet another episode of Trivia Rewrites. It's time to crack a cold one, or if you're feeling adventurous, relive your college days of regret and have a shot of Jaeger, because this is our 21st episode. This week's episode, we discuss suggested rule changes to the game of golf. It couldn't be a 21st episode without talking a little booze. And the hot seat segment puts presidential assassinations, both successful and failed, against the ongoing career of fellow podcast host Joe Rogan. Hopefully life is treating everyone well. Demo and I look forward to hearing from anyone who would like to suggest hot seat topics of their own. Stay safe as you move on through your life and enjoy this week's episode of Trivia Rewrites. Welcome to Trivia Rewrites, where we look at how the news is changing trivia. Today is Wednesday, June 17th, 2020. I'm your host, Demo, and this is my co-host, Hibs. Hello, Demo. How are you? <laughs> Not bad, Hibs. How about yourself? I think we're growing. Yeah, uh, I'm good, man. I am. I'm good. How's life? Just like, you know, are you are you still working from home? Are you back in an office? Still working from home. Uh, I think they said early July was when they would start seeing if uh, they would bring people back into the office. Oh, nice. But uh, I may be doing some work from home even after that, so we'll see how it goes. But heading in the right direction, I guess. Yeah, nice. I, you're back at the office, I take it? Yes, I misread an email that I thought we were supposed to go back to the office yesterday, which would, I, at the beginning of this week, and uh, I showed up, and <laughs> I was like one of the only, and I was like, well, I guess that wasn't what they meant. So, But yeah, I'm back in the office. What did they mean? I think they meant like they're going to have a meeting on Monday with the higher ups to discuss when they should start bringing people back. Oh, and uh, that Hibbs, he's a real go getter. You know, <laughs> he hears I the higher ups are having a meeting. He's like, I want to be there. Yeah, dress for the job you want. And so I showed up and I was like, <laughs> listen here, guys, I got to figure it out. It's all a hoax. Never happened. Okay. <laughs> so, first segment today is this day in history. So I've come up with. Uh, Four things that happened on this day in history, and I've created a trivia question. Could they be questions, maybe? Yes, I've created a trivia question regarding those things, and I'm going to ask them to you, Hibs. So the first one. I'm feeling good. Okay. Destroy my confidence. I'll I'll try. June 17th, 1579, which Mm. English explorer claimed a land he called Nova Albion, which was in modern California, for England on his circumnavigation of the globe. Did you say modern-day California? Yes, and we're looking for an English explorer who circumnavigated the globe. Interesting. What was the name of it? Nova Nova, Nova Albion, I guess is what Albion. He, called, he called the area. What does Albion mean? Don't know. New. I know albino is white. Nova <laughs> is new. <laughs> Hopefully it wasn't New White. That would be just... Oh, it's I guess it's a name for the British Isles, an alternative name. So he was just calling it New Britain, basically. Man, I, I want to say, like, my mind's going to Ferdinand, but I don't think he was English. 15-something, you said? 1579. Which way did he go from England? Couldn't tell you. Probably... Probably... Like, was he in the home stretch? Probably he went was... west. If I had to guess, but I don't know. Is he just rounding first? (laughs) 
Really, Panama really, Canal wasn't built yet. He had a long way ahead of you're him. You're right. You're really buying time. You're I'm just hoping something comes to me. I don't know. Who was it? Sir Francis Drake is who we were looking oh, for. I love those video games. But uh, you you said Ferdinand, so you might have been thinking Ferdinand Magellan, and he was he's often credited with the first person to circumnavigate the globe, but he actually uh, died two years into his voyage, and his uh, first mate had to take over the crew, and his name was Juan Sebastian Elcano. So he should should actually be uh, credited with the first person to navigate the globe, but no one knows him. No, no one knows him. What a, I mean, but what a, what a true first mate. Yeah. I really hope they like, <laughs> they, I hope they weakened and burned him up on the, on the big, like the big ship steering wheel. He was, he was like killed by the native population in somewhere in Southeast Asia or something. Oh, well, so it was pretty, <laughs> that sounds pretty gruesome. Okay. Don't wanna... Anyway, move on. moving on. Let's move yeah, on. It's probably a good idea. Okay. Question two. 1775, during the American Revolution, uh, American Revolutionary War, colonists inflicted heavy casualties on British forces, but lost the battle for which hill near Charlestown, Massachusetts? Oh, dang it! Is this the Whites of the Rise battle? Maybe. Oh man, 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 man! So we're looking for the name of a hill. Famous, name of a hill. Famous battle during the American Revolution. American, very British centric questions this mm, week. Yeah, so far of the two, man, this one questions like this really bum me out because I know I'm gonna know it when you say it. Yeah, I mean, that's how most things are. Well, it's it's so it's a, a place you might go in like a. It's not. Nah. Like a place of safety, you might go during a uh, bunker hill. Bunker hill. Bunker there you hill. Go. <laughs> a little cheat sheet. I'll take it. A little assist from the crowd. A little point guard demo over there. <laughs> uh, so Bunker Hill, Charlestown, Massachusetts, which was only peripherally involved in the battle. Most of the battle actually took place on the adjacent Breeds Hill, but the battle is still known as the Battle of Bunker Hill. Man, you're hitting me with a lot of these. Uh... These not really facts that we all know so much. Well, yeah. It's trivia rewrites after trivia all. Trivia rewrites. So, 1885, which iconic statue arrived in New York Harbor after its journey across the Atlantic Ocean? I really hope it's Statue of Liberty. It is, it is the Statue of Liberty. Nice. Uh, 200,000 people lined the docks and hundreds of boats put to sea to welcome the ship that arrived from France. Do you know the name of the French sculptor that designed the Statue of Liberty? Sir Liberté. <laughs> it was, no, it was Frederick Auguste Bartholdi. Hmm. Yeah. And do you know who made the metal framework that went inside the uh, Statue of Liberty? You might know him. Pretty famous guy himself. What year was this? 1885. 1885. Famous guy in 85. French. Think French. Okay, okay. Good. Famous guy in 85. Yep. The accent didn't help. I don't know. Gustave Eiffel. Oh, he did something else. He did the framework inside of the Statue of Liberty as well. Okay, last one. 1994, 
Following a televised low-speed highway chase, which retired NFL player was arrested for the murders of his ex-wife, Nicole Brown, and her friend, Ronald Goldman? The glove doesn't fit, O.J. Simpson? O.J. Simpson. Oh, man. It's estimated that up to 95 million people watched the O.J. Simpson chase, which would make it the fifth most watched television event in history at that point in time. Yeah. I had no idea how famous he he was at the time. Like, yeah, before all that happened, you mean? Yeah. I mean, he was... He was a big act, like actor, athlete. Act, yeah. yeah. He, was he was like, a, he's kind of like The Rock, like that kind of like... Yeah, and then imagine if The Rock just killed somebody. It would be insane. It would, I mean, that would be a crime scene that I would not want to see. That dude's a beast. <laughs> All right, so moving on now, we're going to the trivia rewrites portion of the show. So this is where Hibbs and I have looked at the weekly news and tried to construct some trivia questions about those, maybe things that have changed this week or just interesting topics that we saw. So I don't know, you want to start us off with one of those, Hibbs? Yeah, I got a little... Um... I didn't know what category to file this one under, so let's just go with current events. Very, very broad. <laughs> Great. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, in Seattle's Capitol Hill neighborhood, mm-hmm. protesters have blocked off a portion of the city and removed all of the police officers, labeling the area a, quote, autonomous zone, okay. sparking, the, sparking the name CHAZ, which stands for Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone. Earlier, the, earlier this week, in an attempt to rebrand, the group has changed the name from Chaz to what? I think I just read this. I Chaz to Chop, which was, I don't know what the O and P stand for. Something of police or something like that? or That would have been a turn if they changed it to Capitol Hill, <laughs> Capitol Hill, of, Hill police. of Police. <laughs> Come on back, guys. I don't, remember. I don't remember what the OP was. Is that right? Occupied protest. Occupied yeah, you're right. Protest. Chop okay. was correct, and it went from Chaz to Capitol Hill occupied protest. Chop doesn't sound as good as Chaz does. No, Chaz is definitely, but I think that's why they changed it is because there's just been so much lies in the media, where they're like, "It's a war zone. It's you know, yada yada yada." I have yet to go. Needed a I'm rebrand. A, yeah, they needed a rebrand. There was like it can't be that bad because I think Chaz sounds like a science fiction place of a war zone. Really, but. I feel like Chaz sounds less scary than Chop. Chop to me is like it's an action, something you like hit someone. Chop. <laughs> I don't know. Just that association alone I makes hope, it. Uh, yeah, I hope all the people that take turns that like watch the perimeter are just <laughs> if they see anybody there's Chop. <laughs> Chop. Hope, I hope they're chopping people left and right. Yeah. All right. Chaz uh, to chop. Chaz to chop. Okay, so I've got one for you here. Mm-hmm. Quick little question, then we got a, a follow-up, a little multiple choice. So, Okay. Which Amazon CEO may testify before Congress for the first time this summer as part of an antitrust probe? Well, it is Jeffrey Bezos. And um, can a company have more than one CEO? I guess maybe. I don't know. Why do you ask? You just said which Amazon CEO as if there was... I guess I... Yeah, I should have just I'm said just curious. I mean, I'm, not, I'm not trying to get, correct you in a passive-aggressive way. How I about which Amazon executive may testify? Sure. There you go. I don't, I don't know anything about business. so I don't I think know. so. That was just a poorly worded question. Hey, hey, hey. Don't beat yourself up, man. Sorry. So, okay. It's all right. Hey, Demo, it's okay. Thank you. So as of... Uh, 
this year, 2020, when Forbes put out its billionaires list, Jeff Bezos is the richest person in the world with a net worth of, do you want to guess how much he's worth? Ooh, I do not, because it'll make me sad. Okay. Um, I think he is worth, I'm going to guess, 80, $85 billion. $113 billion. Mm. Okay, but I've got the list here of the top 10 wealthiest people in the world as of 2020, Forbes' list here. Let's see if you okay. can name th- three more of the top 10. Three more of the top 10. <laughs> you already 10. have Jeff Bezos. Let's hear That's, three more. Okay, three more of the top 10. Oof, yes. Okay. Yes. Well, these are public. Yeah. So we're not talking all those, all the Arabian oil, because those guys are in the trillions. Yeah, I don't know that that would be like quantifiable. Yeah, you don't. I mean, yeah, no one, no one knows. Um, Cuban, Cuban's got to be up there. Cuban's a baller. I, I don't believe so. He is a billionaire, but I don't think everyone on this list is over, worth over fifty bees. Over fifty bees. Yeah, that's a <laughs> lot of bees. The bees are buzzing. It's like a whole hive. Oh man, Cuban's not on there. Cuban yeah. is not, I think Cuban's worth like five billion. He's exceptionally rich, but these are like the crazy people. Well, get him out. Get him off this podcast. Cuban five billion. I, something like that. I think it's you know. You got to get those numbers up, buddy. Man, I, I was really swinging for the fences. I I, I I strolled into Cuban as if like oh easy Cuban. Um, now I don't know. <laughs> um, are they American celebrities? There's only two of these people are not American. Two are not American. Yeah, so. Man. Okay, I would say three of them are in tech. Oh, uh, the Facebook robot. What's his name? Um, Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. He's number seven. He's worth fifty, about 54 billion. 54 Bs. Okay, who else? You hear that, Cuban? That's success. Give me another tech guy. Who's the guy that, before Bezos, Jeff. who was the billionaire for a long time that was the richest guy? Oh, um, yep. Okay. Thank you for, you know, <laughs> grabbing my leash and walking me. <laughs> nope, over here. Um I got a comment from somebody there saying well, it was from my brother. He's like, I like it when you walk hibs through the answers because it's like providing more hints for the listener at home. Walking uh, the hibs to water. Just yeah, trying exactly. to make him drink here. I feel like those like on the dog shows where they have to do like like the pylons <laughs> and they go back and forth and they're just chasing the treat. Um Gates. Yes. Bill, Bill Gates, Gates, number two still, $98 billion. Let's see if you can get one more. Let's Jeez. see if you can. Okay, okay, okay. Um, You said three are in tech? Uh, Yeah, so there's one more guy who I would say is in tech. Oh, Gary, some V isn't, he's not, it's not Gary, whatever his last name is, right? I think, really, I think Gary, he's just a millionaire. Who's Gary? Ver, Vernyank or Varnick or something. Don't know. Don't know who that is, but. Okay. Um, three. Uh, here's a hint. Three mm-hmm. of them sh- have the same last name. It's not. Tell me, there's not like Jenners and Kardashians on no, that list. No, no, okay. Okay, they're the descendants of a founder of a big time retail chain. Descendants of a founder. They're the children of the guy who made one of the largest retailers. We talked about this retailer on a previous episode. Man. Who's the biggest retailer you can think of that's not Amazon? Oh, it was, uh, I was thinking like, for some reason when you said, I was thinking like strictly clothing. I was nope. like, Although, Strauss? Yeah. Uh, Walmart, Wall- Wallies. 
<laughs> Walton. The Wallies. The Wallies. So yep. three Waltons are on this list. I'll just run down the list real quick. Jeff Bezos, Amazon. We know him. Right. Bill yep. Gates, Microsoft. Got it. Then we got yep. Bernard Arnault and his family, who I guess the Louis Vuitton people, as well as other holdings. Okay. Warren Buffett. You know him? I should have I should have yeah. known. Berkshire Hathaway. Should have known the buff. Uh, we got Larry Ellison, who's uh, the founder of Oracle. What's Oracle? They're a tech company. Okay. Amancio Ortega, who's a Spanish uh, fashion group. Oh, Zara, okay. I guess, the clothing line. I don't know. Uh, Zuckerberg, Facebook, and then we got the three Waltons, Jim, Alice, and Robson Walton. All self-made. But yeah, those three aren't, but <laughs> a lot of them are. Uh, okay. Good for them. That's crazy. That's so much money. I mean, granted, it's not like money in the bank. They can't go out and, you know, but, but still. I mean, nobody's got that kind of money in the bank, so I'd rather be them than not them. I mean, yeah, it's fair, but. <laughs> uh, okay, back to you. Got any more questions for me about the week? Bouncing it back to me. Yeah, I got two more. Two more. All right. Two more. Um, after his performance in this past week's uh golf tournament which we talked about last week the charles schwab challenge oh, yeah. at uh, in fort worth at mm-hmm. the colonial i believe um yeah yep sounds right uh bryson uh dechambeau yeah there you go bryson dechambeau um his insane power has rekindled a discussion that professional golfers should have a quote-unquote tournament ball that would only carry 80 to 85 percent of the distance oh yeah uh, who was the original professional golfer to suggest a tournament ball? This is a sports question. Okay. He was the original professional golfer to suggest a tournament ball. I've got two guesses. Okay. One was I know he was the first person on the PGA Tour to average over 300 yards per drive. So okay. he might have been an advocate for it, but maybe not because that was his big advantage so i don't know why you would right and then the other one is uh i would just say tiger woods just because he you know he also had a very long drive and was known for being very like high on the drive average when he came on the tour so john daly is my first guess and then tiger woods is my second guess gotcha two very good guesses you clearly know the sport of golf (laughs) um it was jack nicholas oh okay yeah yeah I would have reared you in, but I didn't really have any other hints for Jack Nicholas. But um, I don't gold, know. I, golden uh, Bear. Sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's, let's go with that. But I don't know. I, I disagree. I don't think because the whole point of the, the suggestion, the reason behind it is that you can't we can't just keep making courses longer. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. we're running out of space. Right. I think it's fun as a spectator to see the ball just fly. Granted, 85% of uh, Bryce DeChambeau's length is still... Yeah, it's interesting. It's kind of like, I mean, you have to change something to keep it competitive. Do you change the courses? Do you change the equipment they're using? Do you change the balls? I don't know. It's kind of a difficult... uh, But it's just like, I mean, the classic classic saying of you drive for show and putt for dough. Yeah. Like, you don't... No one's winning tournaments because they're averaging 340 yards to drive. I mean, it helps, but... I know it does, mean. but I mean, you can also <laughs> four putt pretty easily if you're garbage at putting. Right. I don't know. I just think it's an interesting. I think it's a topic for discussion. I I, I agree. Yeah. Very good. Thank you. 
Thank you. Thank you. Um, my last question for you. All right. In an attempt to aid the returning nightlife after the stay-at-home orders are being slowly lifted across the world, mm-hmm. what liqueur has come out with a new bottle since the origination of the, or since the founding of the company back in the 1950s? I believe it was 1950s. 1950s. And it's a liqueur, not a, not a spirit, like a, some kind of liqueur. Yes. And it was an alcoholic by volume is 35% and founded in 1934. 1934. I apologize. I'll give you the name of the founders. Sure. Willem and Kurt Mast, if that helps. Mast? Mast. Oh. This, is the, this is the big deal because this is the first time the design on a bottle has changed oh, okay. since 34. Since well, I'll well, say like Jägermeister maybe. It's got like okay. kind of an old, like not a very, it's a pretty simple bottle design, and I feel like the logo is old enough. It could be the original, but I don't gotcha. know. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Did you have a second guess, or do you, you just, you're putting all on black? What kind of alcohol is it? It's a, <laughs> what you, it's a liqueur. What, what are you, what are you talking like? You like, yeah. mean like whiskey, vodka? Is that what you mean by what kind of alcohol? Well, you, I guess you said it's a liqueur, so it's not one of those, is it? Well, I was just trying to figure, figure out what your thought process was. It's Jaeger. Oh, it is Jaeger. Okay. Well, why but, did you do that then? Double clutch me. I wasn't double clutching. I just wanted to use that. I had a couple guesses, and so I was curious oh, okay. what your other guesses. No, no, I because didn't Because your any. thought process was fantastic. You should have just stuck with your guns. Um, okay. Bonus question. Oh, okay. What does Jaegermeister translate to? I don't know. It's got a little stag on the bottle. So Correct. Maybe that has something to do with it. Maybe it's maybe. Like some kind of uh, Meister, though, is like... Does it just mean like bull deer or something like that? Or like a male deer? I don't know. It, it, Meister means master. Yeah, that's what I thought. So that didn't really make sense. And uh, Kurt of Kurt and Willem Mast. Um, he was an avid hunter. Uh, Jägermeister means master of the hunt or master oh. hunter. So Jäger is some kind of hunter, huh? Yeah, Jäger is um, several hundred years ago. It was um, It was an actual title you could hold in your village to be the master of the hunt which you would like you know make all the big calls and you'd be the playmaker for the hunt Mm. which i mean back in those days when you were hunting you weren't it was it wasn't for fun it was for survival jaeger meister yeah it says jaeger is just the german word for hunt expect a new bottle for jaeger meister i believe it's limited edition oh okay so get out there do we know what it looks like or is it a secret it's not a secret I saw what it looked like. However, this is a podcast, so. But is it like a shape, or is it? Uh, so just... the bottle's the same shape. Oh, it's just a new logo. It's a new logo. Yeah, got bottle's it, the same shape, it, and it. then okay. picture like a. I'm looking at it right now. I'm going to try my best to describe it. Okay. Picture an orange <laughs> nebula star. Oh. And then, like coming out of it, is that same Jägermeister deer that you lo- know and love so much. Uh huh. With white radiance behind it like okay. ra- like actual rays <laughs> uh-huh. and then a cross for some reason oh hmm. and it says jägermeister save the night so they're just encouraging people to stay out later spend more money at nightclubs and drink more jaeger which that has never been a good idea to drink more jaeger drink responsibly everyone okay moving there on go. moving on moving on <laughs> Next segment is the rapid fire segment. So this is where I've found a couple things that I thought were interesting this week, but didn't really want to discuss them too much more. So I'm just going to throw them at you rapid fire style, one after the other. Here we go. 
For the first time in her 68-year reign, Queen Elizabeth will not attend which event, which consists of a series of horse races over a week at the Ascot Racecourse in England. Oh, hmm. I went through a myriad of answers in my head. None of them right. Um, an English horse race? Yeah, series of races. Series of racehorse. It's got a name, though. Yep, yep, yep. I don't know. I can't, I can't. So I gave you part of it there. It's just called the Royal Ascot. That's what it's called. The Royal Ascot. I read about that. It's the centerpiece of the Ascot's year dating back to 1911. Uh, it's the third week of June when they have a series of uh, horse races. But uh, this year they're hosting it without all the uh, attendees, just the races. Yeah. So. You know what, Demo? I'm not going to lie to you. I know this is rapid fire, but uh, I saw Queen will not attend Royal Ascot, and I thought it was like some sort of like Ascot convention. Like I thought it was just a, <laughs> I thought it was just a place full of neckerchiefs. But it probably is a place full of neckerchiefs. But it's also a racehorse. Oh, I would go for the neckerchiefs. Racehorse, horse sure. race. Question yeah. two. After holding its general election in February, the leaders of three political parties have struck a deal to form a coalition government of which European country? I can give you the names of the parties if you think that will help. Why not? It's not going to hurt. Okay. The three parties that formed the coalition were Fine Gael, Fine Foil, and the Green Party. That's got to be some sort of... I'm, I'm going to go Finland. My so guess it, is Finland, final it's, answer. It's Ireland. Oh, should have really leaned into that Green Party. So, yeah, those three parties will now form a coalition government to run Ireland. So, good for them. Yeah, I mean, take note. America, (laughs) quit fighting over the aisle and just be together. Question three. NASCAR Truck Series driver Ray Cicerelli announced on Facebook that he would quit racing after the 2020 season in response to NASCAR's change in policy regarding the national anthem and the banning of what item from its races? This is my favorite story. The Confederate flag. The Confederate flag? The Confederate battle flag? Couldn't even hold a press conference. Had to announce on Facebook. Yeah. All right. Question four. Officials from which university athletic department announced that it will change its logo because it contained a reference to the university's history with slavery. The logo contained two crossed sabers with a curved grip, which mimicked the design of the serpentine walls found on the campus grounds. However, many in the community were quick to point out that the serpentine walls were originally designed to hide enslaved people from public view. That question was a roller coaster. Yeah, so I need the name of the university that is now changing their logo after they realized mm. that it was a reference to something that they probably shouldn't be Referencing. featuring on a logo, yeah. Well, I'm not a big college sports guy, so mm. that doesn't really help me. Uh, oh, university of Tennessee, you know, Boomer Sooner, OU. I know that's not right, but anytime I can call OU racist, I'm going to take it. Yeah. Um, go Pokes. LSU, I don't know. I'm just Georgia Tech. What's your guess? Pick Georgia one. Tech's my Georgia, final answer. Georgia Tech final answer. So the answer is University of Virginia. Oh, yeah. So they I was just, just going south. They decided to. I think they're the Cavaliers is their mascot. So that's why they have uh, the sabers on the logo. But right. What was your? Yeah. You had something you thought of? Do you want to circle back to that or? 
Well, I I've learned this recently that if you see a curved wall that's like snaking around, yeah. yes. Uh, although it's not, you would think it would takes more bricks to build a curved wall, right? Um, but if if a wall is in like an S pattern, it actually takes less bricks because it only requires one row of bricks because the uh, the pressure from the curves hold the wall up versus the two bricks back to back. Yeah, I think I saw that. That was interesting. Yeah, a little tidbit of physics in here. You never know what you're going to learn. Probably harder to build though. Yeah, like at what point? Do you save on the bricks versus having more skilled labor to set them up in the a labor cost? Pattern? Yeah. yeah, but I yeah, I was fascinating still. <laughs> no, Jimothy, curve it, not straight, curve it. I'm sorry, father. <laughs> Jimothy? Yeah, that's an old timey name, right? Oh, okay. All right, end of rapid fire. Good job. Thank you. I felt like a leisurely stroll of a rapid fire. We should change the name of the segment to. I you don't know. know. Hand in hand on the beat. Send us your suggestions for a new name for the rapid fire segment. Yeah, probably won't listen, but hey. At Trivia Rewrites. Uh, okay, so now we're moving on to the hot seat portion of the show. So this is the portion of the show where Hibbs and myself have done research on specific topics, and we're going to take turns telling, asking each other questions on those topics. So last week, Hibbs chose the topic of Joe Rogan for himself. Yes. He was going to yep. research Joe Rogan. All the many pies that he has his fingers in, try and mm-hmm. study him thoroughly. And I've written five questions, ranging from softball to extremely hard, that I'm going to ask him about Joe Rogan, and we're going to see how much uh, how much he knows. Bring it on! All right, so so you're ready? I am as ready as I'm going to be. Okay, so Hibbs, you are now on the Joe Rogan hot seat. All right, your softball question, Joseph James Rogan is probably best known as the host of his podcast, The Joe Rogan Experience, which receives millions of listeners every week. In May of 2020, Joe Rogan announced that he had reached a reported $100 million deal with which streaming platform to feature the podcast exclusively? I know this is supposed to be a softball trivia question that everyone should know, but I still get so happy when I answer it correctly, and it's Spotify. Spotify, indeed, is that platform. Okay, moving on to your easy question. Yes. In 2001, Mr. Rogan accepted an offer from NBC to host the American edition of which reality television show? The show increased Rogan's national exposure, giving a boost to his comedy career. That would be Fear Factor. Fear Factor. Did you ever watch Fear Factor? I did. Um, It was must-see TV when it was on. It was. It 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 made me vomit. Not like, not like I was watching it and I was like, oh, this is gross. I have to go vomit. But like, like food poisoning, like I woke up in the middle of the night and I was like, I got to vomit. And no one else in my family got food poisoning. So we we ruled out food poisoning. And we were like, oh yeah, it was watching that episode, which I won't go into detail, but I still remember. Wow. That's good TV. I never watched it after that. Induces such a reaction. Yeah. And it's viewers. It was a purging moment for me. Okay. Your medium question. In 2005, Rogan wrote a blog entry on his website accusing which comedian of joke thievery, a claim he had made since 1993. The situation culminated in February of 2007 when Rogan confronted this comedian on stage at the Comedy Store in Hollywood. Carlos Menstilia. 
Carlos Menstilia. Carlos Mencia is correct. Yes. Thank Very you. good. Thank you. Thank you. I've seen that YouTube video. It's amazing. <laughs> Apparently, he uh, got banned from the comedy store for doing that. But Yeah. I mean, Carlos Mencia at the time was... Yeah, big. He, he was, yeah, he was huge. Yeah, it's weird to think how Carlos Mencia was like a bigger comedian at the time than Joe Rogan. And now Joe Rogan is like... Mencia is like nothing. No one knows Mencia, yeah. yeah. And Rogan is like pretty big with everything he has. But anyway, okay. Yeah. Your hard question. Here we go. A little bit of step up in difficulty. So yeah. First three weren't that bad. Nope, nope, nope. Hey, hey, it's how the game's is designed. Okay. Joe Rogan's first major acting role came in 1994 when he played Frankie Valenti, a young, egocentric professional baseball player on what Fox sitcom? Oh, um, I... I can picture the logo. I can picture his dorky early '90s face, and I think it's—is it hard? Is it hard knocks? If it's not hard knocks, it's, hard knocks is going to be my final answer because I can't think of a better guess. But it's—I feel like it's close to that. If it's not that, exactly. I'll give you a hint. Chris Matthews is a big fan of this TV show. Do you know who Chris Matthews is? I don't even know who Chris Matthews is. Oh, okay. Is. The answer is Hardball. Hardball. Chris Matthews hosted a show on MSNBC called Hardball as well. Guy, gotcha. He's like a news yeah, commentator. No, you're out again. Hardball. Close. Close, but get no guess. cigar. All right. Your extreme difficulty question on Joe Rogan. So the intro to the Joe Rogan Experience podcast features sound bites of which two MMA fighters. So the first one is a fighter saying joe rogan podcast check it out and it, he said that after his win over che mills in the ufc and the second fighter the clip says train by day joe rogan podcast by night all day <laughs> and that's a fighter who said that after his win over bj penn so i want you to name those two fighters that are featured in the sound bites before the jre podcast now demo you did say this was my extreme question right because I, I don't I don't know their names. Yeah. But and I I don't I don't even think these are the correct people, but there mm. are two former uh fighters that he are like it's him and these two other people who are the go-to commentators for the UFC. Okay. Maybe so my guess, I don't know. My guess would be those two individuals. Okay. But I It could I be. I even, I don't even know. I I can't I don't know the name. Off the top of my head, I, I I don't even know. I never even like read it. It's not like I forgot it. You don't have anybody. Dana White is a guest. But okay, so the first one, Joe Rogan podcast. Check it out. Is Rory McDonald, and the second one, Train by Day, Joe Rogan podcast by night, all day. Is Nick Diaz. Nick Diaz. I think uh, I think he might be a. Could be. Anyway, I'll, uh, I'll look into it later. Hibbs, you're off the hot seat. <sighs> you know, not the a terrible difficulty showing. ramped up there at the end, but that's how it's that's how it goes. So yeah, yeah, I'm, I would say I got two and a half. I thought that extreme question was interesting because I listen to that intro all the time, but I have no idea who they were. And then I saw that fact, and I was like, "This is a good trivia fact." That's fantastic. Yeah, I thought it was Rogan. <laughs> yeah, I did. I thought it was just nobody. I didn't know it was like MMA fighters. I was, I was. Uh, I've got a bonus question for you if you want to uh, yeah, yeah, sure. take a stab at this one. So this was going to be one of your questions, but I couldn't figure out how difficult it was. So I want you to name, well, I've got a list here of the people who have appeared on Joe Rogan's podcast the most times. 
And oh, okay. so I've got 10 people here with more than 15 appearances. And I wanted to see if you could name five of these people potentially. I'm going to go with the classic group, which is yeah. Tom Segura, Ari Shafir, 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 I don't know, yep. I don't like Ari, um, Bert Kreischer. So those three are all on the list. Very good. Nice, nice. Um, Joey Diaz is on there quite a Joey quite Diaz, bit. yes. Um, Brian Callen is on there. There you go. Yeah. You want to keep going? Those are, you're, for five, you're five for five. Yeah, let's see what I got. I should probably mix up my listening ship to other things. Um <laughs> I you know I I blame YouTube's ridiculous algorithms because like you click on one Joe Rogan they just keep showing you clips and they're like oh you want to see every Joe Rogan ever made ever no YouTube I wanted to see that one who's the other guy that Brand uh Brandon Schaefer Brand, uh, I forgot that guy's name so there's the guy I also I was gonna ask you Brendan who, yeah Brendan do you know his name Brendan it's the other guy that's on uh the fighter and the kid it's brian callen and then like brendan yeah uh, brendan schaub schaub yeah i said schaefer yeah you did pretty well i I almost made that your extreme question but i was like if you listen a lot you'd probably just like name four or five of these pretty easily so yeah well again it's not even listening it's youtube well yeah i'm a i'm a visual watcher and see the face all right okay well do we want to move on to my topic I believe we should. Okay. Do you want to describe? Let's, let's finish the episode with a nice little lighthearted topic, shall yeah, we? Yeah, love it. So, yeah, you chose from a, a write-in from super, super fan Zach. Super fan Zach. He wanted to know more about presidential assassinations and attempted presidential assassinations, which I believe, after doing some research, the more respectful term is failed presidential assassins <laughs> versus attempted but well we'll get into it there were a lot of them and there's a lot of names and different people so yeah i may i may I, be in trouble on this but i tried not to get into the names because this is after all this is a trivia podcast yeah, yeah, and yeah so well but that's that's part of it anyway let's just get into it and we'll see how it goes and then i'll beg yeah, for yeah, forgiveness okay. afterwards so, mr demo yes you are in the hot seat you're easy question two of them one of them being a softball one of them being easy i'll let you choose okay sure it's a it's it's on the same vein okay who are the four presidents that have been assassinated while in office okay (laughs) mckinley kennedy lincoln and the last one i kept struggling with it he likes his lasagna oh yeah garfield james garfield yeah okay James Garfield. I'm glad you said it because I had I forgot a comma in my list and I would have said Garfield William, <laughs> but it's William McKinley and James Garfield. There you go. Um, and then your also easy-ish question. Uh huh. Um, only three. Can you name three presidents who have had attempts made on their lives? See, I, this I also found confusing because it seemed like there was a lot of like plots, and then like when do you when do you call it an actual attempt? But right, no, that's totally okay. fair. I would say yeah. Reagan for sure, because he gotcha. was shot. Yeah, I mean the dude is definitely when it comes to. I mean Gerald Ford was shot at. Does that count? Yeah. Okay. It's on my, it's on my list, so it counts in my. Oh, we that's go two. Thro- throwback. Andrew Jackson. Does that count? Andrew, yes, Andrew Mother F and Jackson. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, nicely done. Easy, easy peasy. Easy. So far, I look like a genius. <laughs> 
So far, you're looking like a genius. You look like someone who's researched way too much in <laughs> presidential assassinations. We're definitely both on lists because I googled presidential assassinations like a lot of times. Yeah, the worst thing about like if I if I can one up you on the list that I'm on, I did all my research last night, and uh-huh. so it's like one o'clock local time yeah. in the morning, and I'm like presidential assassination. <laughs> like yikes. <laughs> Moving on to your medium-level question. Medium-level question. Got it. Medium-level question. There was a German plan to assassinate the three heads of the Allied forces, Joseph Stalin, Winston Churchill, and the U.S. President, Franklin Roosevelt. What was the name of this plan? Mm, I don't know if I know. I uh... ah, See, I, I moved this one from hard to medium. Does it have like the city name in it or anything? It doesn't. It's just straight up operation, I'll, random words. I'll have to guess. I'll have to just throw in a guess. It's a track event. I'll give you that. Javelin. Oh, dude, that would have been so much better <laughs> than Operation Long Jump. That was the Ooh. name of it. Ah, okay. I think I did read that. Why is that, it called see, Operation Long Jump? I, I think, I mean, why is anything called anything when well, it comes to Well, because usually they they have like a name that means something within the context yeah. of the plan. Yeah. <laughs> fair <laughs> so, um, but maybe it was because like they already thought it was going to fail okay. so they were like man we'll just try it we'll just try to assassinate them Got all it. operation long jump um you, you know anything about long jump you gonna tell us about it i can see what i got here on my tabs i don't want to press you for information you don't have yeah that's, that's smart that's smart um i did more like multiple more questions okay yeah yeah deep. let's do it so your other medium question okay u.s president bill clinton ordered the launch of two cruise missiles on Iraq after the attempted assassination of what former U.S. president? I mean, it would have been George H.W. Bush when he was in Kuwait or something. I think there was a plot to kill him when he was in Kuwait. Yeah, yeah. there was plastic explosives found on his his vehicle. And um, I got a giggle out of this because Wikipedia decided that it was important to make sure that the reader knew that it was a Toyota Land Cruiser. Good to <laughs> but, know. Uh, yeah, and as I read into it more, it was like they found the explosives, and from my understanding, Washington was like, you know what, I bet it was Iraq, and then just bombed them, and so there was no like confirmation. Yeah, I read that as well. I was like, he launched cruise missiles as like retaliation for a plot that was probably connected to the was yeah it the Iraqi government. Maybe it was the Iraqi intelligence service yeah. and like they bombed their their headquarters in like a downtown suburban area yep so it's just what you get don't mess don't don't mess with the US um all right those are your two medium level questions and right. i just can't shake operation long jump what do you mean um i want to know more about it now dang well, it well you should have looked it up before should have done your research before anyway Jeez. your hard level questions okay excellent Richard Lawrence, or as you may know him as a failed assassin, Richard Lawrence, attempted to take the life of President Andrew Jackson on January 30th, 1835. Lawrence was arrested after his failed attempt and was not convicted because he was ruled as insane. Speaking to his insanity, Richard Lawrence believed that he was actually somebody else and that killing Andrew Jackson would grant him what political position? Ooh, interesting. I don't know. I'm going to have to take a guess again. Well, so what would he have to gain by killing the president? I guess he would have thought he was the vice president if that's if that's why you worded it that way. But you said and- this is Andrew Jackson, yeah? This is Andrew Jackson. This is the guy Andrew Jackson beat with his cane after he <laughs> attempted to shoot him. 
Yeah. Yeah. The only, the only time in history where the, 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 the target, I guess, the target was restrained from the assassin. By Davy Crockett, of course. Was it? Yeah, Davy Crockett was there. Wow. Davy, Davy Crockett's like, he's like the bad, like, background character of, did you watch Gilmore Girls? No, I didn't. Okay, well, for those who watch Gilmore Girls, Kurt in Gilmore Girls is the Davy Crockett of history. Anyway, circling Good to back. know. Good to know. I mean, I guess I would, based on the way you worded the question, I would just say he thought he was the vice president. But I don't, are you looking for the person's name that he thought he was or just the position? Just the position. Keeping in mind that his name was Richard Lawrence. Uh, Lawrence of Arabia. <laughs> oh, Again, you. I, I wish that we could speak your answers into like historical accuracy, um, <laughs> but no. He thought he was actually Richard the Third, mm. and that by killing Andrew Jackson, he would become the next King of England. How you ask? Let me. <laughs> Let's break it down. Let me tell you. Richard Lawrence was under the assumption that the United States owed him a large sum of money. Got it. And that he believed that he was. Richard III. And if he would just if he could just acquire this sum of money, he could buy himself a boat and sail to England where he would take his rightful place as king. And he believed that if he killed Andrew Jackson, then Martin Van Buren, his vice president at the time, would establish a national bank for the United States and that would allow Lawrence to get the money that he felt he deserved. Wow. So for a crazy person, there is like, for the level of yeah of just insanity of it, it's like oddly logical, or yeah. it's like well, it's well, just like I'm, delusional, sure. but it's it is very logical. You're somewhat you know like you can follow I mean, his logic, I guess. But yeah, because I think Van Buren was fighting for a national bank. Yeah, and so he was like, oh, if I could just get Van Buren. Interesting, Richard the Third. I mean, he's already obviously convinced himself that he is okay with killing somebody why not just rob a bank why not <laughs> so much easier all right uh your other hard question that was hard that was hard nice I like a hard it. question that was a good one uh with an attempt made on his life twice uh -huh. both in 1975 within three weeks of each other the assassination attempts made on gerald ford were slightly different than the others on this list because both of his would-be assassins were what women is women then there was yeah one of them was charles manson follower yeah squeaky member of the manson family cult she pointed a gun at him from arm's length away pulled the trigger and nothing happened she had forgotten to chamber around so uh oops word of advice to all you assassin assass assassins out nah, there don't say it <laughs> we're publishing this you can't say that i can say it I also wanted to say Sarah Jane Moore was the other uh, attempted assassin for Gerald Ford. Got it. She fired two shots and missed. Mm. All right. Your extreme level question. Giuseppe Zangara attempted to take the life of then-president-elect FDR. Although he missed Roosevelt with his gunshots, he unfortunately still mortally wounded, um, I believe his name is Anton Sir Mark, the mayor of Chicago. Uh-huh. Zangara was arrested and punished to death which would be carried out by electric chair. Before the sheriff threw the switch, what were Giuseppe's Zangara's final words? Ooh, I read about this guy. 
because there's speculation that he might not have been trying to kill FDR and that yeah. he was actually trying to kill the mayor of Chicago because he had been hired by Al Capone. Correct. Yeah. So I knew you were going to go in on him, uh, but I just had to throw you all. His last words on the electric chair. Hmm. And it's so perfect for a guy named Giuseppe Zangara. Like, what's perfect for a guy named Giuseppe? What would it be then? Something in Italian? I don't know. Mamma Mia. <laughs> Dude, again, I wish I could speak. I wish you should start editing history books. That would be amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have, have a couple more guesses. Have a, these are, these are is it an English thing or is it like a phrase? It is a, so it's a, it's a pretty like, it's English. Okay, it, it is in English. English. Okay. It's an English statement. Um, and it's a very like aggressive thing to say as you're about to be electro- electrocuted to death. Um, but the spelling on the website is what I found so hilarious. I don't know. I'm not sure. This is tough. Uh, aggressive thing to say while you're in the electric. Like, like you're all going to burn or something like that. I don't know. Uh, uh, so one source that I found, it was, go ahead, push it. Push the button. Go Ooh, ahead, push it. Nice. And another source that I found, it said, <laughs> push it a button. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. The so the website was like it spelled B- B-U-S-H-A-D-A button like as if like a Mario character. Probably trying Push to be a button. trying to be more accurate, you know. I get. I, I really hope that's. I hope he said it in like Push it to button. Push it a button. Wow. Uh, but yeah, man. Uh, you're off the hot seat. How Thank do you, feel you. You did. I did okay. Yeah. Just For, drilling yeah. into some of those details. It's just uh, just missing a couple. It was a hard one, and I'm, I don't know if you found the same issue whenever you were. Like, I'm sure there's some uh, classified information when it comes to the assassination attempts, but um, like there was a lot of Bill Clinton dropped some missiles because HW was almost blown up. That's it. That's all we know about it. It's yeah. like, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, there's, there's something. There's, there's more to be had there. There's, yeah. There's some meat left on that bone, as my dad would say. Yeah, I was surpri- I was surprised by the number of attempts. It's like like every president in the 20th century basically had more than one plot or like actual person that was stopped in the in yeah. the process of trying to kill the president. It's like it's surprising that more presidents haven't been killed based on the number of people that have tried to kill them. I mean, yes, but on the same token, like I wanted to go on record that I have no desire to kill any president, current, yes. past, future, you know, not my not my thing. Right. I don't have the time or the shot. Um but like it's I would imagine it's gotta be difficult. <laughs> like there's gotta be some planning involved to some degree. Yeah. And like HW on September eleventh was tried like people some people tried to kill not HW, I'm sorry, just W. W uh dropped the H. Like these guys showed up and they were like, Oh yeah, we have an interview with the president by the pool. And the Secret Service was like, nah, bro. No, you don't. And they were like, ah, you got us. We tried to kill him. Like, it's like, think it through a little bit. But I guess if you're willing to kill the president, you're probably not, you know, super sound of mind. You're a little bit risk-taking. So, I don't know. That's totally accurate. Well, we, this is a good hot seat topic for both of us. Good job on your questions. We like this hot seat segment. We We have some listener suggestions for future hot seat topics. I don't know if you've thought about this at all for yourself. I did. I did think of one. Okay. Um, 
but I want to hear what our beloved listeners say. Unless it's from Zach. If it's from Zach, don't waste my time. It is not. It is not. It is from Et Ray Kissel, K-I-S-A-L. And she says, Et Trivia Rewrites, I really enjoyed the 6-9 episode, referring to last week's episode. Lisa Frank might be an interesting topic. She apparently was a huge B to her staff. And then Lisa she says, Frank. or you could cover abandoned theme parks slash Six Flags. I like that one quite a bit. Yo, two completely like don't get both of them are fantastic. I yeah. would assume I really don't know who Lisa Frank is. She's but, the um, you ever have one of those binders or folders in the nineties that had all those like unicorns and stars and stuff and there's like neon colors everywhere. I didn't know. She's <laughs> she's like well known for that type of art, I guess. Lisa Frank. Oh, Lisa Frank. Got it. You don't know who that is. I have no idea who it is. Well, maybe you should research her. I thought the Six Flags, abandoned theme parks or Six Flags was very... Six Flags maybe in general would be a good topic, I think. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that. And then we had an email here from... You said that was Ray? Was that that was the... At Ray Cast Kissel. Are you just assuming that they're a female or is there I can see of... the picture. Oh. And it appears well, to be a woman. I'm just making sure we don't... Uh, okay. I have a brother-in-law named Ray. So, and then we had a email from Texas Bob. <laughs> Texas. He says, "Hey guys, I'm really enjoying the trivia and comic relief during the COVID quarantine. Uh, I've been video conferencing with friends every week. We have no sports to gamble on, so we started a stock market challenge. We all start with $100 in Robinhood account and see who ends up on top. We bought a title belt and everything." And to that end, he said, I would like to hear some trivia about the New York Stock Exchange and market trends. Who is Take Texas? care. Texas Bob is my brother. Okay. He, he wrote Texas Bob. I don't know. No, that's fine. I, 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 get, I didn't know. I know Zach's Twitter handle is like Archduke of Texas or yeah, whatever. Yeah, we, we got some Texas royalty. I just wanted to make sure that Zach wasn't trying to sneak in under a pseudonym. I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay. Uh, so I like, I like, what was your one that you thought of independently? The Samurai. Sam, ooh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, you want to do that one? I'm going to do Samurai. Okay. Whenever I say I'm going to do Samurai. You will be researching it and I will be making questions. And then we're going to do, I would like to research and have you write questions on a topic. I like Six Flags. I think that's a good topic. I also like Six Flags as a something to attend and i'm sure i will like it more as a trivia topic yeah texas bob for now we'll put that put a pin in that one but then we as well see. as lisa frank i want to do lisa frank's a good one as well yeah mainly because so. i just don't know anything about it and i mean i like unicorns and rainbows anyway okay well if you'd like to send your trivia questions or potentially hot seat topics to us you can tweet at us at trivia rewrites or send us an email to triviarewrites at gmail.com. Yes. Next week, I'm going to be Next asking week. you questions on Samurai, and you Correct. will be asking me questions about Six Flags. Yes. Um, what? Go ahead. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, do you want a special shout-out slash thanks to Lisa? Do we want to? I think this tweet that we got may be from Lisa, but I cannot oh. tell. <laughs> yeah, uh, we, got a, we got a fantastically kind uh review from new listener lisa so lisa if you're listening uh thanks she she pointed out that dima and i need to do a better job of addressing each other because uh we sound similar 
which but even like even when i go back and listen to the podcast sometimes i'm like wait is that me or demo so she's not wrong um <laughs> so if you if there's something we can do to make listening better please let us know because i mean it's not all just for us we do like we want to see those numbers go up we're trying to i mean we don't be we don't want to be a failure like cuban right five billion then peaked out like come on come on marky let's get those numbers but so what are you talking about anyway did you zone out and <laughs> no i i just heard that you were going a little off topic there so i just let you go but it's fine wrote me back <laughs> demo okay well we appreciate everyone for listening especially those listeners who sent us hot seat topics and unless you have anything else hibs we will talk to you next week enjoy it Push it a button. <laughs> Push it a button. Like I wanted to go on record that I have no desire to kill any president. Oh.